Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. This is Joe and thank you again for listening. Over the last couple of weeks I've had a few requests and they are cued. They are written down so I'm going to get to them guys. But today's is a request because a few weeks ago, almost a month ago, I did top five factors for diet success. And someone said, Joe, what are your top five factors for weight training success? Now, if you have been listening to my podcast, you would pretty much pick up on it. So all I'm going to do today is keep this one brief, uh, condense it, you know, the things that I'm looking for as, you know, when I used to be a full-time personal trainer to an online coach, obviously, you know, things that I think not... I would say they're, you know, order of importance. Um, A couple of them are grouped together. It's just a brief overview. You know, if you guys feel lost with your weight training and need to reset, uh, start over, or just reestablish what you're doing, um, because sometimes when we get involved in a weight training routine, we lose sight of things, just focus on increasing weight all the time and and lose fact. lose sight of the other factors that I think were equally important. So let's just get right into it. And the first one, the first factor is actually three parts. Where 1A is obviously form. You need to learn proper form of an exercise before you learn, or better yet, before you establish my muscle connection or start increasing the weight You want proper form. Now, if you have a trainer, great. There's plenty of videos. I have videos of a lot of exercises out there. There are other reputable coaches and and trainers that do videos. But form is key because once you learn proper form, you want to make sure that you're having full range of motion, not half repping it, not using loose momentum, whatever, bro-type techniques. Um... It's all about slow and controlled at first to have proper form. And then 1C leads to the whole mind-muscle connection that you hear me talking about a lot. So it's three parts for number one. Learning the form, slow and controlled reps, you know, tempo. I'm not going to get into that too much, but it's typically one to two seconds up, one to two seconds down, whatever the exercise that you're doing. You want to control it. You don't want the weight to control you. So that's form. That's full range of motion. And that will bring in the mind-muscle connection that you'll actually feel it. You know, if you're doing a squat or a bicep curl or a chest press, it's about slow and controlled. Never sacrifice your form to lift heavier weight. That's one A, B, and C. Once you establish that, and that can take a few weeks to a few months, then you want to focus on intensity levels. And intensity level simply means learning how and knowing when to increase the weight on a particular exercise or going for more repetitions. I did a podcast on this. It's an older one. I actually include it in all my plans for my new clients, knowing when to increase the weight I think is the title, so you can search it up. So I'm not going to go into detail. But intensity levels can be linear progress, which you've heard me say before. 
that's just adding, you know, good old amount of weight. Could be two and a half to ten pounds every time you do an exercise. After you reach that goal rep or a goal rep of sets that you're doing, it could be through periodization, like my VIP, a gym windows five three one, where it plans everything out. But that's just one way of intensity increasing that you can apply to the workouts. I also did, I think it was called, you know, my favorite you know, weight training techniques where that's supersets and drop sets and strip sets and all that type of stuff. That is a good way of bumping up the intensity. But first, before you jump into the whole intensity area, you got to nail down that form, that mind-muscle connection, full range of motion. Because sometimes new lifters, what they'll do, they'll go right in the gym and just add weight to the bar every single time where their form is suffering. They're trying to be intense, but you know what? You're not getting much out of the exercise. You're going to lose you know, the whole idea of just trying to build your body instead of like trying to show off your friends how much you can bench press. So that's number two. Number three is the wor- actual workload. This is an important factor for actually building muscle, for the weight training, And again, this one is a rabbit hole because it's different for everyone. If you are an immediate to advanced lifter, I think anywhere between 8 to 12 sets, working sets that is, is good for a particular muscle group to respond. That's a good amount of workload. Where, say you're training your chest or your back, that can consist of anywhere between two to three exercises, doing three to four working sets per exercise. Okay, oh my God, it's my alarm going off. Um, So, sorry about that. So that gives you an idea. And if you're more advanced, I still think eight to 12 sets per main exercise is plenty. Now, if it's a smaller muscle group, you know, like your biceps or triceps, you can cut that in half. Four to eight exercises, I'm sorry, four to eight sets, or better yet, four to six, is plenty for muscle growth. Now, here's the trick, is what's the repetition or basically repetitiveness of doing an exercise, the frequency per, per the week? One to two times a week, it depends. It all depends on how you recover, guys, because you can do a push-pull, leg split, rest, repeat, And you can do those 8 to 12 sets per working, or you may need more time to recover. Now, if you train your legs on Monday, and you're not feeling recovered until Saturday, so be it. But if the muscle soreness, you're feeling fresh, you know, you can jump on it on Friday. So that's something that where your coach can help you with, or you learn instinctively over time about the number of frequencies, number of times you can train a muscle group per week. That is something I can't get into too much. If you're a newbie with less than six months of training, you don't need as many sets to complete only because your body is adapting and it's going to grow with less work. But at the same time, your frequency and recovery is going to be much more because you're not lifting as much weight. That could be a whole nother podcast, I'm thinking, talking about workload right now. All right, so again, quick review. Number one, it's form, 
full range of motion, mind-muscle connection, all tied together. Number two is the intensity level. Three is workload. Number four is one that is not discussed as often, but I think it's equally important, is program jumping. Now, what do I mean? What do I mean by program jumping? That simply means doing something different every few weeks, not giving your body a chance to train, to get better through repetition of doing the same exercises. Where that's where I think social media comes into play because you'll see influencers, coaches, people who just turn pro saying this is the best workout, this is the best, you know, quad routine. You want to grow your back, you have to do this. Well, that might be true, but you need to stick to the same exercises, I think, for at least three to four weeks, you know, or a month before you program jump or try a new routine or a new exercise. Only because, and I've again, I touched upon this a number of times, you get better through doing the same thing over and over again. You have greater mind-muscle connection by doing the same thing over and over again. Again, I've heard, I've said this a few times where if you want to get better at any type of activity or sport, you practice doing that activity or sport. If you want to get better at squatting, you're not going to do a leg press every other week instead. You got to squat. Same thing for any movement, guys. Focus on getting better and more so testing yourself out because you want to get stronger doing that exercise. If I want to get stronger doing an incline dumbbell press, I'm not going to lead off doing push-ups you know, every time. No, I lead off with incline dumbbell press for the chest. So program jumping is typically, I've seen it where those who might be a little insecure or influenced um, and they always want to hop around doing, you know, different routines. Oh, let me do this one. Do this. Yeah, you're still going to have some progress, but you're not giving yourself a chance to get better at an exercise, better at training, better at mind-muscle connection, which I talked about, you know, full range, all that stuff. So it's about program jumping. You want to stick with it, and I always think, you know, four to five weeks is a good number because you may then at that point you might be getting bored, your progress might be slowing down, and then bring in a new routine for a muscle group. You know, it's similar to people who coach jump. They see, you know, the dangling, sparkly thing in front of them. They're like, oh, let me try that coach this month or this coach. You got to give everything a chance for it to work. So that's number four, program jumping. Be consistent with the routine and give it a chance. Now, sure, there are some exercises that may not connect with you. Like if I give a routine to someone and you're going to get a few different variations just laid out like I, I was talking about, if they say if, if just because of their body structure, they might not be able to do a conventional deadlift, for example. And then we'll switch it out. That's one thing. If you're not connecting, then it's okay to switch it out. But just because you're influenced or you think you need to be doing something because someone told you in the locker room at the gym, no. Stick with it. And the fifth key factor for weight training is patience. I think you probably knew this one was coming. You got to give yourself time, guys. You know, um, 
you start, your body's going to respond. Typically, you're going to get stronger right away because it's something new. It may slow down. Then you may want to, then people's head goes to program jumping and want to change it up all the time. But just like anything else, to get better at learning, improving, you got to have patience. You know, again, a thousand times you heard my say my analogy. You're starting high school, you get excited, you're in ninth grade. Well, you're not going to graduate. You got to give yourself four years. You know, you got to give yourself time, let the body develop. Understand you're going to hit plateaus, accept it, change things up when necessary. And every once in a while, if you are hitting a plateau and you're losing a little bit of patience, go back to the first weight training factor, important factor that I talked about. Go back to focusing on form, full range of motion, controlling the weight, mind-muscle connection. Use those initial factors if you're losing a little bit of patience, so you can remind yourself that you are feeling it. You are getting the pump, the blood flow. You're feeling good. I think that is also key because a lot of times clients will follow like one of my programs and they'll get strong six months later, but then they hit a sticking point. And then we reset, You know, lower the weight again, have the patience, start over with a particular exercise by dropping, you know, 15 to 20% off of the working sets. And it's just a constant evolution of wanting to get better. But understand that building muscle takes time with the proper nutrition, the sleep, hydration, all those things need to be in play. So a quick review, form, full range of motion, my muscle connection, all wrapped up into the first main factor for weight training. Second one is the intensity levels, you know, learning how to add weight when necessary, adding some different techniques to bump up the intensity level. Number three is the workload, the number of sets, learning how quickly you can recover where the frequency comes into play. Fourth is program jumping. Stick to the same exercises, guys, you know, four to five weeks. And then patience, just like anything else in life. Everything good comes to those who are patient. And if you have everything planned out, prioritized, you're going to have the results. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Hopefully it's been helpful. Again, I appreciate everyone's support. If you're interested in coaching or just reaching out to me, fitfranco at verizon.net, teamfrancobodybuilding.com is the website, Instagram page, Facebook page. And if you want to follow my journey on Instagram, it's Joe underscore Franco underscore TFB, where I'm talking about my contest slash life prep. I'll talk to you soon, guys.